I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. And we are back. This is the Fat Packs Podcast on the Beckett Podcasting Network. I'm your host, Eric Norton. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me this week. I want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors Badger Breaks. Dynasty Breaks, Grand Slam Collectibles, Pastime Marketplace. All of our phone guests are courtesy of AIAB Card Breaks and, of course, Super 7 as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you all so much for being a part of the show. We really appreciate it. We hope that uh, our listeners will go check them out. Uh, a lot of those breakers, I know Badger Breaks and AI, AIAB Card Breaks, they have um, a promo code FATPACKS. If you use at checkout, you will get a discount. And also Dynasty Breaks, you get all new all new customers get five dollars off, and I believe they have a promo code as well. If not, just ask Dane. Tell him I sent you over there, and I bet you something can get worked out. All right, guys, uh, we got a loaded show here for you. We're still running back material that we got from the Dallas Card Show. Happy to do that. Uh, this week we have Texas Rangers, a former Texas Ranger pitcher, Jose Guzman, uh, former Dallas Cowboy, should have been Super Bowl six MVP, Dwayne Thomas. And uh, Dane, actually, from uh, Dynasty Breaks is going to be on the show, all live from the Dallas Card Show that we uh, recorded a couple weeks ago. Thank you to everybody who came out to the show and, and saw, uh, excuse me, said hello, uh, had, you know, gave a high five, whatever you, whatever you did. You know, so thanks for stopping by and say hello. I really appreciate it. Had a lot of fun out there. And as we're gearing up to uh, go to the Industry Summit, I want to re- just <laughs> remind everyone that uh, you you can get your vote in for uh, the products of the year, breaker of the year, repack product of the year. Uh, it's it's the link can be found at any of the industry summit pages. Uh, you can find it on our our Twitter page at uh, Fat Packs Podcast. You can find it there. It's going to be uh, important for you to go ahead and do this because your voice matters in this. Uh, in the past, this has not been open to uh, voting, which was kind of silly. Uh, so we changed that, and hopefully you guys uh, get in there, cash your votes, make it happen. Uh, I know that that breaker of the year, yeah, that's a tight one. So uh, if you use any of those breakers to have any thoughts on them, go check go check that link out. Vote. It takes less than two minutes. I promise you that it, it won't take you all day, and we're not going to spam you or anything like that. But voting closes tomorrow, so please go check that out and uh, go ahead and, and cash your vote. Make sure it counts. All right, new products, new pricing. Uh, new products-wise, we have a, a bevy of things, but let's get new pricing out of the way first. 2018-19 Spectra Basketball is priced for you, and 2019 Topps Chrome Baseball is uh, priced for you in your OPGs. Go check those out there. All right, new products. This is a, a fun one for me because 2019 Panini Absolute Football is out this week. Absolute Football was the first product that I bought back from deployment in 2007. I can remember going into uh, the card shop, the baseball card shop in Puyallup, Washington, and that was the name of it, the baseball card shop, and Brian was there, didn't know me from Adam, but he let me sit down and, and talk, and uh, I pulled a Greg Olson number to 10, it was a, a like a, oh, was it Hog Wild? I, I think it was it's something, Hog something, but uh, Greg Olson number to 10 uh, had a had a patch, a ball, and something, uh, maybe a helmet in it or something like that, it was it was a important pull because uh to me it was anyways because it was the first product that i bought back from deployment in 2007 
2019 Leaf Trinity Football is out. 2019 Super Break Vintage Baseball Graded Super Pack is out. And last but not least, by by any means, uh, this is a beautiful product. 2019 Tops Five Star Baseball. Those are your new products and new pricing this week. Uh, make sure you hit your LCSs. Tweet at us with your hits so we can see them. Uh, and we can give you a retweet. All right. I want to say thank you to everybody who participa- participated in our giveaway last week for the Dr. Beckett cards. We had five winners. Uh, those guys have all been contacted. And I want to just say thank you for everybody who retweeted the show. Uh, I, I, I had a good time doing that. So sitting down and talking with Dr. Beckett. And he's had me on uh, a show of his this week. So if you haven't checked out Dr. Beckett's podcast, please go do so. It's it's a it's a great insight to Dr. Beckett, his time in the hobby, and kind of what's going on now and, and, and some great stories of uh, things that happened in the past in the hobby. So go check out Dr. Beckett there. And check out my episode, of course. Uh, please do. And let me know that you did it. That would be awesome. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And we're going to be back on the other side with Jose Guzman, former Texas Ranger pitcher Jose Guzman, who has a great story of um, his time with the Cubs and a no-hitter that got broken up by Otis Nixon. Probably legged out a single. Otis Nixon Nixon was so fast. So we got Jose Guzman, former Dallas Cowboy, uh, should have been Super Bowl VI MVP Dwayne Thomas. And then on the other side of that, we're going to end up with uh, Dane from Dynasty Breaks. Again, I want to give a shout-out to all my sponsors. I really appreciate your help and your love here. Dynasty Breaks, Badger Breaks, Grand Slam Collectibles, Nate over at, Nate over at Grand Slam. Got his autograph card in the Beckett Baseball this month, coming in three to $600. Drag them, Nate. Drag them. Pastime uh, marketplace, pastime marketplace, AIAB card breaks with that fifteen percent off code if you use fat packs, and of course, Bart and Super Seven. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, guys. Hang tight. We'll be back on the other side with Jose Guzman. This is Lane from Great Moments, and you're listening to Fat Pack. Hey guys, we're rolling right along here from the uh, Dallas Card Show, fourth annual Dallas Card Show, and a uh, special guest here, former Texas Ranger, Chicago Cub, Jose Guzman. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, and you know, happy to be here in this uh, card show. It's uh, unbelievable uh, how many people are here. It's really crazy to, to think about how many people are here. Now, your your career started in 1985, you, you almost a decade to 1994. Is it crazy to you to see that people and fans are still coming out to get your autograph? Yeah, it is, but you know what? In the, in the same time, I, it's like you say that when they don't ask you, that's when you get in trouble. Right, right. now, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here, and I've also seen so many people that come on and say, I used to watch you pitch, and it kind of bring memories, so that's a great time. Sure. Now, speaking of used to watching you pitch, I, I have fond memories of the Rangers in the 80s. I don't know why. They don't they weren't the best teams, but they were good, and that's when I, when I fell in love with baseball. Um, you were signed as a free agent with the Rangers, and you made your debut. You were young, but... What, what, what was that first time pitching for the Rangers like for you, pitching in the major leagues? Well, you, you know what? You, you get nervous. You get the, they call it the butterfly. But uh, and I remember just like yesterday, it was on uh, September 10 in Oakland. And uh, I was so nervous. And uh, I tell you what, as soon as you cross those line and, and you get the first hitter, then it's a uh, uh, dream come through. You know, you get, you get your dream about playing baseball. You get the passion. And then you make it to a major league and it's reality now you're there on the mound so there you are on the mound 
who got you to the mound? Like, who who did you emulate and who did you look up to inspired? Who inspired you? Well, you know what? Uh, uh, my dad had a lot of influence because mm -hmm. he always told me, don't try to copy anybody, just be you. Sure. And one thing that he always told me, when you go to minor leagues and you're going to go and you're going to compete, never compete with your teammates. That's your teammate. He say, compete with yourself. See how can you make yourself better. And that's sure. something that through all my years, uh, I, I always did. I always tried, even when I was in the major leagues, I always tried to look for something to get myself better. Sure. And I always, uh, it was a pitcher named Ed Figueroa. Okay. They played for the Yankees yeah. and Anaheim. And uh, I always just to look up to him the way he used to pitch. So that was one of the, my inspirations also. Do you have any memories of that old uh, Texas Ranger Stadium? Uh, was it the ball? It, was, it wasn't the ballpark. Ball yeah. Do you have any memories about that? Arlington Stadium. Yeah, Arlington Stadium. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, that's where I was in, in 91 when I win the uh, comeback blow of the year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot of memories being able to have my my first win there because I, uh, I opened my, my first two games on the road, mm -hmm. Oakland and Anaheim, and I lost the first two. And then being able to come back and win my three games. And then in 86, Charlie Hub got hurt, and mm -hmm. uh, I was able to, as a rookie, Pitch opening day and win that game against Toronto. So it was there great. you go. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned Charlie Huff. That guy has a great reputation of being just one of the toughest son of the guns out there on the pitching mound. Do you have? Did you take anything from Charlie at all? Well, it's just the, the competition because uh, you know he, as you know he used to throw knockabout. Everybody mm -hmm. know he was throwing, but they could, still can hit him. Sure. But uh, just the way he compete, the way he started the game, and then when I didn't pitch, I just to sit down with him and we were talk about the game, about strategy. There's something that I think is going away from baseball. The strategy is more about number and how you spin the mm -hmm. ball and they don't sit down and tell you this situation, what you can do. It. And that's something that really helped me in my career, being able to have a, a veteran like Charlie Huff sure. there to help me out on, about how to pitch. Tell me about pitching in Chicago because pitching at Wrigley is, is a, a great accomplishment. Not everybody gets to do that. Uh, that that's a historical stadium. But what did it mean to you? Well, it, it meant a lot. I mean, when, when you go there, he just, you know, a lot of times you go for the for the for the ballpark, how the ballpark mm -hmm. look, how the you know how is this is better than the other ballpark. But when you walk in that field, is you look around and you go, it's a lot of history in this ballpark. Yeah. And being able to pitch my very first game and and being uh, one out away for a no hitter. Yeah. I mean, I cannot be that. I'm beating John Smalt. Yeah. Atlanta, beating them one nothing. That was a great memory. And, and just to pitch there and just you look around and. One thing that didn't go away from you is how the fans are so close to you. Sure. And that gives you energy when you have those fans so close to you. You mentioned one out away from a no-hitter. That was Otis Nixon that broke that up. What, how did you feel in the moment? Like, are you still mad at Otis? <laughs> I can say. <laughs> no, you know what? It was part of the game. Uh, uh, it was a, a good pitch, and he battled that pitch, and he hit it hard, but it was a base hit. And, you know, it, it happened to other guys, but... Like every pitcher, I would have loved to have that no hitter. And yeah. I've always, in back of my mind, said, what would have happened if I would have get that out? That would have been great. That yes. would have been great. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this up, but I got to ask you again, we're at a card show. We're a collectible sports card podcast. So, did you keep anything from your career like that, that is that you put away from either the memorabilia or autographs or anything like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I have all my baseball cards. Okay. All the way from when I played in uh, Able. Really? In Wellington, Iowa. I was 19. That was my first baseball card. So I got all Cubs, Rangers, all my baseball card with me. And I also have my glove when I win my uh, 1991 uh, 
uh, comeback player of the year. That's really cool. And I got the hat on the spikes. Did you ever trade in the in the clubhouse? Did you ever trade for memorabilia? Well, you know what? I, I got a lot of memorabilia from all the guys. I have some uh, baseball bats, some gloves. I, I have a glove from uh, Ryan Somberg. Oh, very nice. Signed uh, Mike Grace, Sammy Sosa. Very cool. Uh, Benito Santiago, Sandy Alomar. And then I have bat by Asi Smith, uh, Kirby Pocket. Uh, George Brett. Awesome. Yeah, so, uh, but I see it's in my office, so I got my own room for that. Sure. So I when see. people go there, they go like, wow, where'd you get that? And George, one of us sold us. But the thing that I did when they gave me those things, I say, can you put it to my name? Right. Because they know I was going to keep it. So Absolutely. Everything that's there is dedicated to me. Awesome. All right, Jose, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. All right, thank you. All right, man. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Brandon. Hey, this is Kurt, and we're ripping vintage packs, and you're listening to Fat Packs Podcast. Well, you want to take it outside or what? No, sir, I do not. <laughs> I do not want to do that. All right, guys, we're uh, sitting here at the uh, Dallas Card Show, having a lot of fun today. Uh, this is an absolute honor to be sitting next to Mr. Dwayne Thomas, absolute legend of the Dallas Cowboys. Super Bowl six. You were the man, like you were the man. What do, what do you remember about Super Bowl six when you defeated the Miami Dolphins, like almost single-handedly? Uh, actually, it was the um, the journey to that point. Okay. You know, uh, uh, a gentleman asked me, like, what does it feel like playing, in, uh, or how did it feel like playing in the uh, Super Bowl, mm -hmm. or winning the Super Bowl, something to that extent. I said, well, you know, it actually starts with the first game. Yes, sir. And um, um, not to be so philosophical, you know, um, you know about it, um, but it sort of reminded me of when I started running hurdles, and it was always, it was always the uh, the first hurdle. Sure. Will dictate and determine how. You actually uh, um, uh, uh, go through the remaining nine hurdles, um, you know, of the race, and so I sort of set the pace. Uh, so you have to sort of like set a pace, set the stage. Um, and cooking is always about preparation yes. and so forth. And yep. uh, so it's like one thing leads to another in terms of going from one. Um, in uh, one area to another area, and painting is about preparation. Sure. You know, so, uh, so having these various experiences and inter and integrating these various experiences into uh, one particular one um, to have some have your own frame of reference mm -hmm. um, to um, to pull from. So. Um, so I'm sort of looping here, but at the same time, as I'm looping, uh, I'm still staying focused on what my, uh, what the original point or the objective actually is. Yes, sir. So, uh, does that make any sense? It, it makes total sense. Yes, sir. I, yeah. I, I follow. I'm a chef by ah. trade, so oh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Everything needs to be mise en place, and you need to get. It all starts at step one before you get to that ultimate destination. Yeah. But you guys, that was a Dallas Cowboys team that was just loaded, right? I mean, Roger Staubach, uh, you, <laughs> everybody else on the team, you guys beat the Dolphins. That was a Don Shula coach 
Dolphins team that was uh, who the next then, year, uh, which was the following year, they came right behind Dallas and actually won um, every single game. Exactly. Exactly. So they were very good students of the game themselves. Right. So they sort of so had the same um, uh, Cinderella mm-hmm. type of uh, season as uh, we did. Um, 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 our first year, which was my rookie year, we um, um, sort of had a roller coaster season, more or less. I didn't enter the game until the fifth game of the season. And then from there, the team started rolling. And before we knew it, we had um, run um, 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 our way all the way to the Super Bowl. Right. You know, and um, and, um, and the media was talking about, um, oh, where the Cowboys are going this time? You know, they, they look like they're going back in, in, you know, into a slump to some Whatever the crap that they were saying, you know, um, I was halfway listening to it <laughs> in the first place. Well, my focus was on how can I benefit and help the team um, um, position itself to um, um, uh, execute better. You know? Yes. And that's more or less, a, I came more as a technician in terms of fix-it type of guy of... Um, uh, of assessing a team from a running back position because running back, uh, you're dealing with all circuits. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Every every position is like a circuit board, and you're dealing with every circuit on the uh, board, um, even in terms of uh, one might call, um, um, uh, which they have um, a, a power board which is more like the coaching staff and people like that. Mm-hmm. And, and so how do you um, coordinate and harmonize and get the right circuitry, the flow of energy moving in? So it was like, I was very good in developing flow. Good, okay, you know, I got you. Yeah. Now, speaking of developing flow, I want to go back a little bit further before your pro career uh, at college, West Texas State. Mm-hmm. You played with Mercury Morris. Sure. Um, you were a fullback. Mm-hmm. What, what was it like being in the backfield with Mercury Morris? Oh, excellent. I, yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, you have a, someone that um, one of the prerequisites with West Texas is that we had to know the system. Mm-hmm. Um, you, and you had to know the playbook. That was a prerequisite. Um, if you couldn't answer a, a, a question directly at any given point during practice, yeah. Uh, Kerbal would demote you to the, you know, the second team. Just one time, huh? Just one time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was just a practice. It, it, it's, a, it's a male practice. Um, 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 and having, you know, knowing is at least you were forewarned about it. So, um, so it's it's like by having this as a practice. You continue this practice always with the game because the game is just a practice also. Yes, sir. I got you. Yeah, in terms of executing. Mm-hmm. So I was watching the game. Uh, it'd be interesting watching the Cowboys um, uh, tomorrow um, and seeing how well they execute. And the ones 
Um, I was hearing Nate Newton talk about um, the uh, the difference in terms of uh, after so many years, when you get age 27, then you're um, um, 26, you're a franchise player, 25. I mean, all these corporate terms. Right. And so there is a um, um, human side of the game um, is that how does one transcend these so-called perceptions right. of, um, and what are they formalizing or formalizing these uh, uh, statements on by the time a guy gets 27? You don't know where a person is going to be at any age, at any age and point in time. When you look at LeVon James, and they say, well, he, he's an old man. Well, um, no, he's just been there a long time. Sure. So the thing is, is that when you take care of yourself, uh, train properly, um, you're a student of the game, uh, it's endless in terms of how long. Look at Brady. Everyone's counting whether the position. It doesn't matter the position. The thing is, is that, however, a person is only speaking about their experience. Right. Their perception of the game. Yeah. You know? Well, one of the um, reasons I came out of the game was that, um, yeah, I got tired of the politics. You know, the thing is, is that. Uh, either you pay me, this is how much money I need to continue on um, to develop my uh, skill in my laboratory and, and, and my idea of the game. Uh, but based off of some formula you may have, you know, well, I have no control over that. Sure. You know, so either, either you have me in, you know, pay me, or, you know, you get someone else and you, and, and you move forward with it. And, it. and that's all right with me. Absolutely. Now, it's, uh, it's cool seeing you out here, seeing the fans interact with you. What is it like to, you know, you're, you're, you haven't played in some time, mm -hmm. but what is it like to see fans still come out and, and say thank you and, and want to interact with you and shake your hand and get an autograph? Is that, is that a pretty cool feeling for you? Yeah, because, see, it's a part of the game that, um, um, well, actually, I was playing for the fans. That's what you play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I'm actually playing for, the fans. Um, and I wanted to give a, um, you know, when I was playing, it was like giving a, uh, you know, worth their money. Right. Uh, I mean, if I tell them I'm going to do something, that's what I'm going to do. Sure. Um, you can't go to the Super Bowl without me, meaning mm -hmm. that was my personal commitment in terms of, which I thought every player had that type of commitment towards the game. Um, 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 uh, but if it's not said in a certain context or approval by the NFL, per se, which right. was uh, Tex Ram at the time, um, then um, if it's not ordained, you know. You know. So um, then um, uh, there's something wrong with it. Um, whatever that means. Um, so, um, but to come out and visit with the fans, and then you know I have an opportunity also where I'm visiting with um, um, also John Nowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that um, and, and, and John, um, you know, John has always been one of my favorite players, Bob Lilly. You know, a lot of different guys, uh, Rayfield Wright, 
Blaine Knight, Taprunt, you know, Dave Manders. You know, sure. You know, uh, why not? Yeah. Uh, but it was the relationship, and we sort of talk about that in terms of accentuating. He said, well, Dwayne made me. I said, no, I didn't make you. Uh, the thing, you made yourself. Right. The thing is, is that we, together, we work together to make things happen, yes. you know, to execute plays. Right. So it's working together. I couldn't have done it without him. So it, 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 it takes a certain amount of intelligence to be um, um, a, a football player in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to be a student of the game. You got to know the system. Mm -hmm. And you have to know uh, and, uh, your skill set. Um, um, uh, whether a coach likes you or not, you know, it really doesn't matter. You're not there to date him in the first place. Right. So um, um, you, you, it's about your relationship with one another. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's the essence of it. Awesome. Yeah. So that was one of the things that I noticed about uh, the second wave of um, Jimmy Johnson, we was head coach, of, um, of the relationship he had with his players. He allowed them to be themselves, mm -hmm. self-expression. Sure, you're going to... Uh, and from there, they could create. You could create more. And um, there's no such thing as an ultimate game in the first place. You know sure. I mean? uh, that means you're just going to play one game and that's it. You're just satisfied with one game. Right. And that's it. So having that type of... Um, um, limitation uh, at the time I could see Dallas was very limited in their thinking mm -hmm. so, um, so so well maybe it was time for me to move on I got yeah. you I follow so yes sir you know, so um, so a lot of things happen for the best one thing I can say about because of the things that have happened to me in my uh, football career is that I've never had any um, Knee injuries. Mm. Yeah, I still run, walk. Yeah, no hip replacements or things like that. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, um, so a lot of things uh, work to my advantage in terms of making decisions. And um, 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 however, I could see as I was running, um, getting hit sometimes. I said, Oh no, I need a little more money. I need a little more. <laughs> I need a little more security than that, you know. Absolutely. Anyway. No, that's, that's fine. I, uh, I told you I'd keep you 10 minutes. I kept you actually 15. So uh, oh. I really appreciate your time. Well, that's extra. I'm going to charge you extra Oh, on that. give me extra on yeah. that one. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for sitting down with me. I really appreciate it. I oh, appreciate you. You were, you were a Cowboys legend, yeah. and uh, I grew up a Cowboys fan. So, uh, Well, I'm still growing up. You're still growing up. Yeah. You're looking good. In that. You're agile like you were saying, so yeah. you're good. I'm just the reflection of you. Oh, Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys, hang tight, and we'll be right back. All right. Hey, Jake Roy here from 90s View All Cards, and you're listening to the Fat Packs. Wow, Dwayne Thomas, uh, former Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl six MVP. I know that uh, Roger Stallback was given that, but if you look at the records and the information behind it, 
you will see that Dwayne Thomas was actually the MVP. But uh, we're moving along here, and I'm sitting next to uh, a sponsor of the show. Uh, happy to have Mr. Dane from Dynasty Breaks. What's going on, man? How are you doing? What do you know, Eric? I don't know much. I, oh, know, I don't believe that. <laughs> I know it's hot outside, so I'm really happy to be inside. Yeah, I walked across the street to go eat, and that was a mistake. That was you should just. There's 15% off in the in the hotel hotel food for us. I know. So not, I should have went there. You should have went there. <laughs> and you're looking fresh and clean. You walked across man, the street, man. And I took a shower for the show today. <laughs> How do you feel about that? That's, thank you for not stinking. Okay. I appreciate that. Fair enough. Uh, what's up with the race hat? Man, I collect hats. I have a problem. Okay. It's kind of like with cards. I have a problem. I, uh, I'm a t-shirt whore. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I understand completely. I have about 100 hats. Really? Um, almost got every MLB team. Uh, working on it, but I have my Rays hat, and uh, a lot of people have, no one has complimented it. Everyone yeah. has said bad things. Well, there's not a lot of good things to say about the Rays. Oh, I know. As I know. Darth Vader stares at us. Is that a little unsettling? Yeah. <laughs> the, did you hear him? I He's didn't. breathing hard. Is Darth he? Vader, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's breathing hard. <laughs> they walk around the, what's up with this convention center? It's beautiful. I don't know. It's awesome. This is a great place to have a show. Now, what made you come down from, from up there in Wichita Falls? Well, a couple things. I uh, wanted to get some cards for our buyback we're going to be doing in about a month and a half, the vault. Okay. That'll be our second round of that. So I've uh, got a couple goodies, and, uh, you know, there, there might be a very big Mahomes. I'm, I'm not confirming nor denying, but there might be a Mahomes that's been acquired. I'm not really sure. Tell me about your buyback program, what it, what's um, going on. The vault, we, you, we've talked about it before. But this is really, you're down here picking up new cards for it, so. Yeah, what we do is we do a fantasy draft for our vault. We have 11 uh, hits in every case. And uh, what we do is the uh, we randomize for draft order. You get to pick your cards, okay. fantasy draft style. And whoever gets the last pick in the draft gets a free spot in the next vault. And that's about a $279 spot. Nice. So, uh, And then we give some other bonuses to some of the later picks. So everybody's pretty happy with it. Very cool. Very it's cool. fun. Now, I, I, we, it's been a few months since we spoke, but, like, what's been going on at Dynasty? What, what, what are some big hits you guys been pulling, and what's new? Well, we just got back from the National, hanging out there. Uh, we've actually we pulled a, a Zion Gold to 10 out of the, uh, the Gold Packs. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm sure that customer is very happy. Uh, J- uh, Jason, yeah, one of our regulars. Uh, he is. He's not sure whether to keep it or sell it, but uh, that's a good predicament to have. you got to sell that thing immediately. I, I agree. Jason? What? I agree. Jason, if you're listening, this is Eric from the Fat Pack speaking directly to you. <laughs> Don't be stupid. <laughs> you've got to get in the uh, trading post. You've got to tell Jason what you think. I, he'll, 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 he'll listen to you. Really? I bet. I'm posting this. This show is going directly into the trading post, and then I'm going to make a video. Right. And, and talk to Jason. What's Jason's last name? Jason uh, Gone. Jason Gone. And the Zion should be gone yeah, also. Yeah, the, the Zion right. should be gone. So, uh, Jason, I hope you're listening to that and you make that happen because you don't want to miss out on that cash cow. No, no. Uh, we gave away a Fernando Tatis bat. I know he's hurt now. That's not as it's the same as if I told you that two days ago. But, right. Um, it was sweet. We gave that away. Gave away a lot of stuff from the Nationals, a lot of autographs from the Panini Party we've been giving out to our customers. Uh, got a bunch of breaks tomorrow. Uh, Tops Chrome, Leaf Memorabilia Treasury, uh, Unparalleled Football. Uh, just a lot of opulence basketball. So we that's a big product, right? Like, is that, yeah. is that like a thousand dollars a box? Thousand a box. We bonus it up because we only have eight hits coming out of the box of opulence. So we give away a sealed box of Spectre basketball in that break, and we give out packs and stuff like that to kind of bonus it up. Jeez, man, as a breaker, how do you like say I want to break a thousand dollar box? 
very carefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got a Kobe out of the last box we did, or actually it was two boxes ago. So we, uh, it's a lot of oohs and ahs there. Sure. That's the possibility, but it's a cheap break, fifty something dollars. You got a chance to get a huge card, a finals booklet, and uh, again, we always try to help those that don't get anything out of a box that expensive. Right. Uh, with bonuses. I don't know, man. Even at fifty dollars, looking at that product, I, I just don't know if I could pull the trigger. And I'm I not, I, and I'm sure I it's know. not. I, I'm not trying to down on what you guys are doing, but that's a, just a really big gamble. It is. It is. You are shooting for the stars with it. Um, probably a better personal box for a high end collector. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but you're. Uh, we haven't got a Luca out of it yet, or anything like that, or a Trey Young, but we're uh, we're hoping. Okay. This this stage is a little wobbly. Big guys are walking on it. <laughs> we're gonna fall off. I hope with. I hope that doesn't happen. It's I not feeling sturdy. It, it doesn't feel sturdy at all. Hey, so I've never asked a breaker this. What's your favorite sport to break? My favorite break? You know, your favorite sport. Like, what's your? Oh, I'm a football guy. You're a football guy through and through. Big fantasy football guy. Love to play. You know, NFFC and uh, just local leagues and stuff like that. And that. Uh, and, and baseball number two. Okay. And basketball. I'm a big '90s basketball guy. When, Absolutely. Uh, when the goat left, it, it changed my life a little. Sure. But you know, I'm it's, still sad. <laughs> when he left to play baseball because the mob made him do it. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> so, like with football, how do you how do you keep up with? Like, it's a constant rotation of guys every year. So, how do you keep up with that? Well, um, you just uh, learn contenders football every year, and you'll mm-hmm. know every player. There you and, go, right? And uh, you collect their autos. Oh, it's tough. I mean, again, yeah, the new rookies come in. It's always tough the first month to get to know everybody. Mm-hmm. But after we do breaks for about a month or two, and our customers, too, our customers know all the guys. They know what team they're on. They're watching them yeah. in the preseason, and they're like, I have his autograph. That's great. So you cool. guys, Are you guys over at Dynasty Breaks, are you guys going to do a, like a fantasy league already for the, for the room? We are doing, for the trading post, we're doing a, a best ball league. Okay. You familiar with the best ball? No, I'm not. Tell me what this is. You don't have to start your players. You just draft your team, and the computer starts the best ones every week. What? So we got 48. You need to join one of these leagues. 48 I'm, people. Okay. Total points, All right. and the winner is most likely going to get a spot in like a Super Bowl mixer, and uh, it's going to be pretty fun. What what platform uses Best Ball? Um, my fantasy league is what we're going to go through. Okay, and then uh, people can pay in through League Safe. They won't, we won't do any of the money exchange or anything like that. But uh, we're going to have uh, myself, George, Billy, and Trevor, the Dynasty crew. Uh, okay. Howdy to my uh, my crew there, and not my crew. I'm their crew actually. You're their. Crew. I'm the low man on the totem pole. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Is that um, why you're walking around Dallas right now? Yeah, or? that's right. <laughs> walking outside. Uh, but yeah, we're each gonna get in one of the leagues. So come kick our butt, Eric. I'm. You know what? I'm a horrible fantasy player. It doesn't matter. Is you don't it? have to start your lineup. Yeah, it's best ball, right? It's best ball. <laughs> Just draft the good players, man. I started. Uh, I was like a big DFS guy, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was it was DraftKings, and I was losing money hand over fist. Every week, and then I did the greatest thing ever, and I started listening to uh, fantasy footballers. Oh yeah, and like it helped tremendously. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm a millionaire because I'm not, but I don't lose money anymore. That's so good. <laughs> that's helpful, right? George is the best in our office at uh, Daily Fantasy. He's finished top ten a few times. So, uh, it's football only for me. Basketball sometimes, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf. I'm. Still getting my ass kicked every time. I'm really? Stuff. Yeah. You're a hockey guy. I need to get. I, I wish I could download your brain. No, you don't want to do that. We haven't uh, done hockey yet. We're going to. So. And I'm going to call you. Can I come up to Wichita Falls and break it with you? Anytime. It's. 
man, hockey is a is a fun product to like any any hockey product's fun just because of the names. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, good luck, man. I can't do it. I can't even do it. baseball's a struggle for me. any name that's not like Bob. Right. It's it's tough. Evangie. Evangie. <laughs> oh no. I can't say Malkin. Evangie Malkin because I can't. Oh yeah. I can't. And Alexander, of. Of checking over. You just use the initials. Yeah. A O. Sweet. A-O. Nice A O. The whatever. great eight. That's what I call. Yeah, them. I can't. I can't say their names. It's horrible. It's like Tyler Segan, right? I can say Tyler Segan because Segan's is a city in Texas. There but, you if, go. but if you call it Seguin, it's a problem, yeah. right? Then they they frown upon that. <laughs> they don't like that oh, at no, all. No. So uh, all right, we're getting ready for fantasy football. What products are coming out in the next week or so on uh, that you guys are lining up? National Treasures College football comes out Love this it. week. Love Huge it. product for us. Um, we're going to be doing that. Um, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but sure. I do know that we're, uh, we are breaking Monday. We're doing Super Break the Bar Cuts. Okay. We have a presidential auto in there. Do you like Super Break stuff? Have you ever done it before? I like the bar cuts. That's uh-huh. been the best experience we've had with the Super Break product. We've done two or three. That's my favorite. We got a Gerald Ford auto with a football pennant in it last time. Sure. Pretty sweet. Got a Schwarzenegger auto. All right, I'm going to tell you something I'm probably not supposed to say. Uh oh. So those bar cuts. Yeah. Every time they before they go into a product, they come into the Beckett offices because we authenticate. Sure, them. sure. So I get to see all of that before oh, it wow. goes into a product, and I might, I may or may not be a little judgmental about like, oh, like, oh, this is great, this is great. Who is this? This is great. Right. It's right. really fun though because that stuff is one. The art is re- usually really, really good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um. The where, wherever they source the materials for the relics, that's like they don't skimp on that at no. all. No, it looked legit. Yeah, my complaint was we got a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and okay. he had a signed uh, photo, and mm. it wasn't his face, it wasn't his jersey, mm. it was cut out picture of his leg, mm. and he signed it. That's awesome. A little strange. <laughs> a little but, weird, right? Yeah. Awesome. I can hear the announcer. That's the second time they're gone off. So I'm gonna cut cut this short. Oh, not because I want to, Dane. But because the guy's hey, loud. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do. Thank you so much for stopping by, brother. All right. All right. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. This is Brian from Packer Cards 87, and you're listening to the Fat Pack. All right. Triple interviews this week. Thank you so much to uh, Dwayne Thomas, Jose Guzman, and, of course, Dane from Dynasty Breaks, all for joining me from the Dallas Card Show. Really appreciate you all your time. Uh, sitting down with me and, and uh, taking taking away from your schedules that was uh, really helpful for me. So I think thank you guys for that. All right, uh, good week in the hobby as we as we lead up to the industry summit. But a lot of goings on in the hobby this week with uh, some Panini first off the line contenders draft pick basketball issues. But those got worked out as you can see because that stuff is crazy on the secondary market right now. But I wanted to get to another Panini product. It was uh, Immaculate Baseball. I, I posted a, a pic, an, an image, and a link to a, a, a eBay listing of a Vlad Guerrero printing plate patch autograph. The patches were just just disgusting on it. One of them it just looked unreal. But um, I just posed the question: Hey, you know, would you would you buy would you invest the five thousand dollars that this guy is asking? And overwhelmingly, the answer was no. It was, you know, for several different reasons. It was a plate. It was an unlicensed product. You don't think the guy is going to pan out. But I was, I'm actually on that side too. I, I say no either. Uh, no as well. 
well, how do I say that? I say no as well. I don't think I would invest $5,000 on that. And so it was interesting to me because he's so hot right now. Like, like it's, it's, it's Vlad Guerrero, uh, that kid from, from the Reds, Aquinas, Aquinas, I think it was his name is, uh, him and Pete Alonzo all like right now, right now, right now are really hot in the baseball side of the things. And you, you're completely out on the, uh, on the printing plate, which is interesting. I, I'm not a big fan of printing, printing plates. I know some people are, but uh, I, I appreciate your feedback on that. That's, that. That was great interaction. I think that got a lot of a lot of interaction uh, this week. I think that was my most interactive with Tweet this week. So I really appreciate your time for t- uh, sitting down and uh, letting your opinion be known. Now back to first off the line, Zion Williams Williamson is just driving this market, and, and we all know that. That's nothing new. I'm not telling you something you don't already know, but that first off the line stuff, it, well, the website crashed twice, I think, but it still made it out to the secondary market, and you guys are eating up fast. This guy is going to be crazy, but uh, I, I don't I don't know that that product's going to matter in a couple of months when you know new basketball new pro pro uniform stuff comes out so let's see what happens with that i'm interested to see how um you know how the hobby reacts to zion in a pelicans uniform and not a duke uniform it should be fun all right guys again go vote for your uh for the industry summit awards wow i'm kind of all over the place here i'm sorry about that go vote for the industry summit awards uh, let us know who your favorite breaker is. Let us know uh, what your favorite product was. Let us know what your card of the year choice was. It's it's important that you guys get in on this. This is remember this is all 2018, not 2019, 2018. And uh, let us know. Let it let it count. Voting closes tomorrow, so make sure you do that tomorrow the 30th, 8:30. Have a happy Labor Day weekend. Uh, enjoy some time off with your family if you get it. I know that I am. I'm going to, I'm going to take a four day. So um, enjoy that. And again, just thank you to our sponsors, all of them. Badger Breaks, Dynasty Breaks, Grand Slam Collectibles, Pastime Marketplace with those wonderful graded cases, AIAB Card Breaks on the phone line. Sorry, uh, didn't get you in on the, on the phone this week, AIAB. Sorry about that. But I really appreciate you being a part of it. Uh, of the show and then super seven as well thank you so much um again use the discount codes fat packs at checkout and i believe that you will get some discounts on from the breaks there and i believe grand slam nate over at grand slam is still looking for that red auto of his pulled from a and g they've they've broken like twenty thousand packs or, or i don't know it's, it's a large number he's doing his thing over there if guys go get in on that that bounty is going up i believe all right that was the show. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Again, I, I sound like a broken record, but you don't understand how how much that means to me. Um, I really appreciate it. It, it. it means the world. It really does. And I look forward to uh, speaking to you again next week. But until then, just keep listening. Cue the drink.